0: Hey, I'm Mary Ellen Dance, licensed mental health counselor and owner of Pittsburgh Therapy. I'm on a mission to strip away the stigma surrounding therapy and mental health and talk about how we can use the culture of self-improvement for our benefit rather than our demise. I used to think I was doing life all wrong, from getting fired from a dream job to advising clients on relationships while I myself was trying to sort through that dumpster fire. But then I realized my imperfections are what made me a good therapist. So join me on a journey, not to be perfect, but to be, well, okay-ish. Welcome, your session has now started. Hello, here I am. It is Monday. It is Monday, September 12th. Which means, so I'm actually recording this before this happens, but by the time this episode airs, I will have had another birthday. You guys, I don't know if I can handle another birthday. I don't know if I can do it. I mean, at the time that this airs, ask me how I'm doing because I'll either be doing really well or really bad. I don't know. Do you guys struggle with birthdays? I feel like I didn't struggle with birthdays. I struggled a lot with 31. Like 30, I was excited about. 31, I was like, oh, now I'm just in my 30s. And now I'm turning or just turned 33. And 33 was the age that my dad always used. When like anybody asked him his age and he didn't want to tell his real age, he would always use the age 33. And so there's a part of me that's like, oh gosh, is 33 as good as it gets? But it can't be, because I was born after my dad was 33, so I must have gotten better after that. So that's what I'll keep p- thinking about. Anyways, that's my rant. I guess I didn't need to rant, but welcome to OK, As always, I'm your host, Marilyn Diaz. I'm still 32 for another week and a half. I'm holding on to that before this episode airs. I'm so excited to be here with you all. I'm really, really wanted to let you all know that I'm really excited and thankful for all of you listeners. Obviously, if you didn't listen, then I wouldn't have the podcast. (laughs) So I need you, but I also very much appreciate you and I'm so thankful. It's really, really fun to do Last week, I had a guest on. The next few weeks, I have more guests on, which hopefully you'll love hearing our talks as much as I loved having the talks. It's so great to hear other people's perspectives, learn from other people, learn new things. I'm just, I'm really excited for you guys to listen to the upcoming guests. And just thank you. If there's anything you want to hear about, if there's a topic, if you're going through something, reach out to me and let me know. If I don't know, enough to talk about it, then I will point you in the direction of someone who does know enough to talk about it. And if I do know enough to talk about it, then I might just do a podcast episode on it. So please reach out to me and let me know. But today, I am going to talk about communication. Communication. Who isn't excited to talk about communication? I've definitely talked about communication on the pod before, but it's been quite a while. And I'm seeing more and more communication stuff come up. Maybe it's not that I'm seeing more and more. I don't know why. But like lately, I feel like every single person I've been talking to, it's about communication. It feels like a very common theme in my life. So maybe it's a common theme in your life also. So here's the thing. I could sit here and I could go through like a sort a of aggressive blah 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 blah, but I'm not gonna do that because I don't want to. I want to get into like why we communicate the way that we do. How can we change that communication? How to recognize when communication isn't working. So let me tell you about a conversation that I just had. A client was talking to me about their ex-spouse. And the client said to me, I just want my ex-spouse to understand. And if I'm being honest, I don't think this ex-spouse will ever understand. Because the ex-spouse probably doesn't want to understand or doesn't care to understand. And so we got into this really interesting conversation that was basically all about like, why do we need the ex-spouse to understand? How is the communication productive? Is it productive? If communication isn't productive, then like. Why do we keep doing it? Can you guys relate to that? I feel like with some people, I have the same conversation over and over and over again. And I have to sit back and ask myself, okay, why do I keep trying to have the same conversation over and over again? It isn't working. I need to try something different. Communication is tricky like that. So, with that kind of like overview, the first thing that I really want to talk about is why we communicate well to share information, to connect with other people, to love other people. There's so many reasons why we communicate, but I think that's a really important question to ask ourselves if we're having trouble communicating. Like, why am I communicating this? Am I communicating something to try to prove I'm right? Am I trying to communicate this because I am feeling insecure and so communicating about it will help me to feel better. Am I communicating this because I want them to agree with me? Why are we communicating? Because I feel like that's, you know, we might be surprised at the answer sometimes that we come up with if we look at that. If I'm having one of those conversations where it just feels like I'm banging my head against the wall, you guys know them, we all have them, right? Where you and the other person are just like, not seeing eye to eye at all. What I try to do is I try to take a step back and think, okay, what is the point I'm trying to make and why am I trying to make this point? Is making this point productive? Is it productive for me? Is it productive for them? Is it productive for our relationship? Because unfortunately, and we're human beings, I do this, everyone does this. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It just, it is what it is. A lot of the time we're communicating, we're just trying to validate ourselves. I want to validate that I'm right. I want to validate that my idea is right, that I'm on the right track, that my point of view is correct. (laughs) Is that a good reason to communicate? No, I'm all about validation. I'm okay with all of us getting validated. But like, is that going to help us in the long run? I don't know. Is that going to help improve our relationships? Maybe not. How often are we communicating also without listening? So, like, we communicate for selfish reasons a lot of the time. Like, I'm trying to get my feelings validated. I'm trying to get my point validated. I'm trying to prove that I'm right or prove something. And again, these words sound like nasty, but none of this is bad. This is just human nature. But it's important to recognize when we're doing this. But also, how often when we're communicating, are we actually listening? Are we? I mean, I don't know. I know I try to, but I'm sure I fall short sometimes. How often do you think, too, that we're communicating with someone about, like, different things? I see this a lot. I see this a lot when I see couples in my office, actually, where, like, one person will be saying something, and the other person will be saying something I'm trying to figure out how to describe this. So like one person will be saying something in one way and the other person will be saying literally the same thing, but they're saying it in a different way. So it feels like they're not in agreement. And I have to point out, actually, you guys agree about this. You're just going about it from two different perspectives. You're saying it in different ways. You're you know, behaving in different ways, but like the root of the matter you agree with. Or there are times where one person's talking about, you know, mad that you didn't do the dishes. And the other person starts talking about their sex life. And it's like, okay, these, wait, you're fighting about two separate things. Like, let's take one thing at a time. I say this all the time, but I'm going to say it again, because it's one of my favorite things to say. There's so much that happens between my mouth and your ears and your mouth and my ears. Things get convoluted and mixed up and confused. So one of my best friends she started going to therapy this past year. I'm so proud of her. So, so proud of her because going to therapy is a hard thing to do. It's, it can be really hard, but it's funny because I can tell that she's going to therapy by the way she's communicating. So the other day I was with her and she said, I said something. And her response was like, so what you're saying is, and she repeated back to me what I had just said. That's totally a therapy thing to do because we want to make sure that we're understanding what the other person is saying before we react to it. But that doesn't happen very often. So often we are just reacting to what other people are saying based off of our interpretation, not necessarily what they meant. It's so, so, so important to, before we react, understand what the person Means what the person is trying to say because it's possible that they're not trying to say how we interpreted it. It's more than possible, it's probable that that's what's happening. So I do that all the time. I say to people, clients, and people in my personal life is like, So when I'm hearing you say this, or you know, what, what I just heard was this, I clarify. I also will ask people, too, "What's What's the purpose of you telling me this? Sometimes I ask people that when I don't know how to respond, when I'm literally just confused. I'm like, are are you looking for something from me? Like, are you looking for advice, for validation? So I'll ask someone, like, what's the purpose of you bringing this up? Why are you communicating this with me? And again, that's a question that I have to ask myself a lot, too, to make sure, you know, if I'm communicating just because I feel like talking, I mean, I'll do that with my mom. But that's not really like a great reason to communicate. that's what I have a podcast for. I'm just kidding. So I think it's really important to understand our intentions around communicating, understand that often what we hear is misinterpreted. Often what we say is misinterpreted. But I also think it's really important for us to understand when communication becomes unproductive Not that every conversation we have is going to be productive. I get that. But like, how often are you in fights where you're just going in circles and circles and circles? Unfortunately, probably pretty often. Truly. It stinks. And what does that do for us? Do you think it brings us closer to our loved ones? Probably not. If I had to take a guess, do you think it um, makes us more calm? And not frustrated? No, it probably is really, really frustrating. And so that's not to say that we should never get in disagreements or anything like that, but that is to say that it's really valuable to be able to recognize hey, this is going nowhere. Let's take a pause, let's take a break, and come back when we can have more productive conversations because we're not being productive any longer. That's okay. That's actually really okay. It's actually awesome. So another thing I want to talk about with communication. I told someone the other day that they were being combative. And I didn't say it in that way. I said it in, in a different type of way. I, I actually said, I go I, I said it in an I statement. I go, I'm I'm feeling like we may need to do like a reset on this conversation. Let's start over because I feel like everything I'm saying is getting met with kind of a combative response and and i don't want to make you feel combative like i don't want to be triggering that in you i thought that was a pretty nice way to say it but anyways the person still responded pretty combatively because they were upset what they were upset about they have a total right to be upset about that no i'm not saying i'm perfect at communication but how often are we having conversation with a combative person and we respond combatively It's like, you know, when you're little and you learn like two wrongs don't make a right. I feel like we do that all the time with communication. It's like, oh, well, they're being a jerk to me. So I'm going to be a jerk right back. Or they made this dig at me. So I'm also going to make a dig. And oftentimes we don't do it out of maliciousness. We do it out of I'm frustrated right now. And so when I'm frustrated, I'm obviously not as great of a communicator as, as when I'm not frustrated. Like that's just, that's normal. That's human nature. But I think it's something really interesting to look at. How much of our communication is about the other person and not about ourselves? So this person that I told was combative the other day, I said, what am I saying? Like, please tell me what I'm saying or doing that's like triggering you to be combative because I don't want to say that. If I'm contributing to the problem, I don't want to. I want to contribute to the solution, not the problem. And so... That was a way to say, like, hey, I'm identifying that you're being kind of aggressive, but, like, I'm not mad at you for it. Let's just figure it out. And if there's something I'm doing that's contributing to that, I want to look at my side of that. I want to look at what I can do better. I want you to look at what you can do better, but I also want to look at what I can do better. How often are we communicating in that way? Honestly, probably not that often. And again, all of this is in like a perfect world. Again, we are humans. We get tired. We get frustrated. We get all of those feelings that make us just not communicate well. But if we can keep some of these things in mind, why am I communicating? What's the purpose right now of this communication? That's going to make a difference. It truly is going to make a difference. I think it's also important. Now, this is this is related to kind of everything I've been saying, but I think it's also important to look at our goals of communication. Is my goal to fight with you? Probably not. So no, my goal isn't to fight with you. So if my goal is not to fight with you, are there things that I can do to prevent that from happening? My goal is to understand. My goal is to help you understand me. My goal is to reach a common ground. Right, all of those things. If those are my goals and I can keep that goal in the front of my mind for communication, I'm probably going to have much healthier communication. If I'm understanding my why, if I'm looking at my part in it, if I'm understanding that what you say, I might be interpreting differently and you might be interpreting what I say differently, so we need to do some extra communication around that, we're going to have such better conversations. We're going to be closer to the ones we love. We're probably going to be less frustrated. And so yes, we can talk for days and days and days about you know assertive and aggressive and passive communication styles. We can talk for days and days about I statements. we can talk all about you know defense mechanisms and communication and this that we can talk all about that. all of those things are very, very important things. But at the end of the day, when we kind of strip away all of that and bring it back down to the basics, it has to do with why we're communicating, what our goal of communication is, what we're hoping to get out of it, how we're understanding and relating and connecting to others. You know, it's funny. We think about our communication with kids a lot, which is good. We should, you know, we should be thinking about our communication with kids. But, you know, are we encouraging them? Are we doing this? Are we doing that? how often do we think about that like with adults like not as often and i wish we did because i think we'd have you know more okay-ish relationships thank you so much for listening please follow wherever you're listening please rate and review i would love that and i'll see you next monday happy communicating Please follow me wherever you're listening to this podcast and on Instagram at Podcast. Also, I would love it if you could rate the podcast and leave a review. The best way to get in contact with me is to go to okishpodcast.com and submit a comment question. You can do it anonymously too, which is so great. I will see you guys next Monday. I can't wait.